a good Nerev Shabbos to all of you in Mishpaches Hashem Imochem Tomit. This week, we'll talk a little bit about the Parshas HaShavua and connect it a little bit to the Tkufa that we are in now where there's a little bit of a Hargosha that things are a little opening up some states more than others. But I think everyone in their own little box is feeling a little bit, a little bit of space. Even in your own home, you're feeling a little more space. So there's an akut I'd like to bring out, especially today with the messages that I've sent out and other Rabbonim it's important that this point be brought out. I'm going to tie a little bit of the Isser Tumas Koyanim, the Isser for a Koyan to be Metame for a Mace, with the Inyan of Sphiris Ho'emel, which is also obviously timely. Tumas Koyanim is really a mysterious mitzvah. It's a mysterious mitzvah. On two different levels. Number one, the koyen, as we've discussed many times in the past, the koyen's job is to be shlucham shal Yisrael. He epitomizes what it means to be a public servant. That is the essence of a koyen. And the Gemara discusses the concept of shlichus by a koyen. The Gemara, in fact, wants to learn the concept of shlichus from the Kohanim Zavoyed and the Beis Hamikdash. And the Gemara, actually, in one of the discussions in the Gemara in Kiddush and Daf the Gemara dismisses Kotshim as a, as, an, as a source because almost that's the essence of what goes on in the Beis Hamikdash that we rely on shluchim. Unlike other mitzvahs, where we actually discourage shlichus, meaning mitzvah boy, chazal teach us. Better for you to do the mitzvah if you can. Shliach is a second best option, halachically sound, but it's a second best, a second best option. Kotchim is not like that. Kotchim is done with shlichus. And the koyin is the shliach of Gans Klal Yisrael. That's the job of the koyin. He is the shliach. So you would think that every mitzvah that a koyin has would be reflective of that, that he is a shluch on Shul Yisrael. When you get to Thomas Koyinim, you're just trying to figure out what in the world is going on. He's a shliach of Klal Yisrael. True. Isn't a Leviah something important to show your devotion, your care, your dedication to others? Isn't that the essence of a Leviah? The Kovra Mess? The Kovra Chai? Of the relatives of the Mess? And by Koyen Godel, we at least can understand conceptually that the Koyen Godel is on duty 
seven days a week, 354 days a year, yes, he has to be in a constant state of purity. So we can understand the concept that Tumah, even as, 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 as encouraging as we would be for anybody else to be metame to a maze, and for COVID maze, Koyen Godel must be somewhat immune from Tumah. Because to have a Koyen coin Godel that's Tumah, that's, that's a contradiction with his job. But the coin Hadith has very limited contact with the Beis Amigdish. They were divided up to families, 24 families, and there were different goigolos, there were lotteries, how they would ration out the Avoida. So the Shevet Kuhuna, although as a, as a tribe, were on duty year-round, but each individual koyin and each individual family or mishmar of kahuna had very limited contact in the base of Mignish. If we take the 24 weeks, so they had a, a couple of weeks in the base of Mignish, maximum. So envision that you have a koyin that his mishmar works in Chodesh Sivan. Okay? And he has a Leviah in Chodesh Tammuz. I mean, Tum is not even on the radar for him. It's not even on the radar screen. He has another 12 months. He has 11 plus months before he's even going to think about doing Havoyda. I'm sorry. Correction. He has close to six months. Because he works two weeks a year. But you're talking about months and months and months. Of no avoider. Why wouldn't he do a mitzvah of, of Levayu Kvuros Hames? Why wouldn't he do that? Wouldn't he be the one in the front row? You would think he'd be on the Mizrach. He's a Koyan. Be from the Maspidim. So it's very difficult. Very, very difficult. As I said, the Sefer Achinach explains the concept of Koyan Godel. That we can understand. But the Koyan had it. What's even more confusing is that we know the famous Pasuk, there's a redundancy of Emo Vomalta, so Chazal teaches us in Meseches Yevomes, and it's found in the, in the Medrash and in the Terzkanim, that the Gdoilim have to go and, and make sure the that to be mechanech, mechanech tektanim. Why would we use this mitzvah as a chinuch mitzvah? Who's levaya? Who's talking about levaya? A cotton is not even in the pouch of that. Why, when we're bringing out the mitzvah of chinuch of lahazar gedolim al why would we isolate this mitzvah, which, besides that, it seems to have more of a, a tragic connection? It's only Negei at a time of Mise. But it's not Negei Taktanim at all. And if you follow the rule of Chinuch in general, Chinuch is always by the appropriate age. So, Right? Cotton that knows how to 
how to shake a lulav, the father has to go and mechanach him in the lulav. Right? Doesn't have to buy it from him. There's ways to work around that. Appropriately, he belongs in the sukkah. So the mitzvahs of chinuch, generally, they, they, they match, they match up with that stage of life. Why in the world would we give a chinuch, the chinuch of kohuna, we bring it out. Now, obviously, we don't mean specifically chinuch of this mitzvah. We're talking about the gedolim, being mechanech tektanim. But why would we bring it out over here? So that shows us that there's something very crucial about this isotume, which sort of is an umbrella on the whole concept of kuhun. That's what I think lies in this Maima Chazal of Lahazar Gedoy Lamalaktanim. And then there's Medroshim with Misholim, with this, with a, with a chef in the kitchen of the king that he's not supposed to be, he has to be extra careful with uncleanliness. Lahavdali just had a mice in the White House, one of the valets of the president himself tested positive on COVID. So they want to put new regulations in place. Make sure that doesn't happen. Obviously, it doesn't look nice right, to think of the White House, not Mishol Se HaMelech. But again, that concept to adjust to it when we're talking about a Koyan doing for Klal Yisrael doesn't seem to match. So obviously, there's something deep going on here. Now we'll go to Sphira. We spoke about this in the past, but Sphira is found in this week's parasha that the mitzvah of Sphira is very unique. It actually engages Shuas. It facilitates Shuas. The lotion that we find in Chazal is Minei Yomim V'Kadosh Atzeres. The actual counting of days triggers the Kedush of Shuas. Sfaltem Lochem, Shesfiru Biyad Kolechot V'Echot. In, in, in Aloha, we find a difference between the Chiv of counting days and the Chiv of counting weeks. And there are some Rishonim, isolated views, that distinguish between the Chiv to count days and the Chiv to count weeks. That days could be as derais even today, whereas counting weeks may not be derais. Complicated cheetah, And the also Meach comes and he tries to shed light. He does shed light on the sheet of Rabbeinu Yerucham, and he says, well, the counting of the Sphira gives Kedusha to the Yom Tif. So in a sense, the days give Kedusha to the day of Shavuiz, and the weeks give Kedusha to the week that follows Shavuiz, that Shavuiz is found in that week, because we know that if it comes out on Shabbos, so by Shavuiz there's a Tashlum, and you could bring certain Korbanas after Shavuiz. Those kabbonis you couldn't bring on Shabbos, you bring the next day. That's why there's a lot of different minhogim with not saying tachnun for a week after Shavuos. Nusach Svaud follows that idea. It's not in a vacuum. It follows that concept that there's a concept of the seven days of Shavuos, Shavuos and the following week, which is it called the Yom Tvoyach, Yimei Tvoyach. So the Rosh wants to say that perhaps that's the pshat in this, these opinions that hold that today, the only counting of days is the Raisa, because today we don't have Kobonus. 
So it's a different type of Kedusha. We're only looking really to, to identify the Kedusha of Shavuos itself. For that, it's Menei Yomim. Fascinating. How the counting with precision activates the Kedusha of Shavuos. Unlike any other Yom Tov, Which is generated by the calendar date and by the Kedush HaChodesh, but not by the individual counting. So here's what I'm thinking as an idea. A Koyan is a very unique person. I'm going to tell you a story about a young boy. I don't want to embarrass myself. A young boy who, when he was Zoycha to be able to drive, young age, those days it was pretty easy. At age 16, you got a full, you got a license, you were able to take over the world. Some states are 15, I think it was. So this young boy in Muncie was to have somewhat of a connection to Rabbi Yankiv Kamenetsky, Zatzal. He was to give him a ride in the car. That was the height of this young boy's life. To give Rabbi Yankiv a ride in the car. Ah. Anyway, he's driving with the saintly Hoshishive. He's going down Route 59. In those times, there was a shoe, shoe barn it was an old shoe store, which has gone many, many years. But then it was like almost a relatively new store. On Route 59, it was next to Rickles. Nobody knows about Rickles anymore either. But Rickles is what they have now, that whole mall with Evergreen. Rickles used to be there. It was Rickles and Pathmark. And I remember when Rickles was new. So my white hairs have some history in them. <laughs> so this... This young boy, he's driving a Biankif, obviously being very careful, looking at the mirrors and looking at making sure driving slow. And, and as he's going down Route 59, much quieter Route 59 than it is today, there's a car pulling out of the shoe barn parking lot. This moment, the, this young boy puts his foot lightly on the brake, nachas for show, make a short stop, but you know, slow down, and motions to the car that's trying to leave Shubarn, yeah, you go, you know, I'm slowing down for you, you go, even though I have the right of way, I have to tell you, that boy wasn't such a tzaddik, but Rabbi sitting next to him, okay. Anyway, as soon as this happens, Rabbi turns to the boy, and he says, what are you doing? You have to travel here, it's Route 59, you have to drive. On the guy behind you is Cheshman? Who you do Cheshman? You slow down your car on Route 59 where you have the right of, of way. So you're slowing down the car behind you. Who knows? There's 50 cars. You're being a Balchesed Zochen Lodom. So of course as a young boy I was thinking you can't win with these G'dayim. <laughs> Taka true. The Gdailum are there to constantly guide and enlighten us. And it penetrated. That comment penetrated so deeply that Chesed is not always what's nice at this moment. There's a bigger picture. There's Tunag Dola. 
And in that Tuna in that big picture, you have to be sure that every piece that you're doing is consistent with that bigger picture. Otherwise, your nice little deed could be as an avil. The Koyhanim, they are Misholsim of Klaal Yisrael. They are public servants. They are not individual servants. Of course, they're by being public servants, they are servants to each individual Jew. They are shluchim for each Jew. But they must never jeopardize the klal. Ever. Generally, when you talk about a levaya, it's a person you have a personal connection to. Or you know about them, you know of them. It's not like this is a person... You're going to a Leviah to Klau. You're going to a, a Leviah to a Yochid. And a Leviah to a Yochid is considered an individual action. And an individual action has to be taken into account by a Kohen in the global picture. So that is number one. Tumas Koyanim is to teach the Kohen that there's a bigger picture for him. He's not a yochid, and he can't even do a chesed for a yochid without, he should do chesed for a yochid, but he can't do a chesed for a yochid without thinking, how will this impact my chesed haklal? Can't do that. He doesn't have the liberty to do that. Of course, this doesn't answer our question, that if his avoid is five months from now, why can't he do a chesed aprat? A coin could do a shavas when his week is off. He doesn't leave the base amigdash to do a shavas but he could do a shavas Right? We won't tell him not to do a shavas now because it may impact what he's going to do in five months. Was a shaykes. That question I'm leaving hanging for a moment, for a moment. But I do want to bring this back to what happened this week. Obviously, everybody has a different position on what do we do with Philip Tzibor? What do we do with Philip Tzibor? I have to tell you, all of you, the hardest thing for me was to close the shul. It was with a very heavy heart. It was heavier than most decisions I had to make throughout this pandemic season. Even though it shouldn't have been so hard. I dealt with a lot more sad and heart-wrenching situations than closing the shul. But closing a shul means closing Tfilah B'tzibor. Closing Tfilah B'tzibor at the Eist Sala. To be showing him during the plague. Nachreinim, I should say. They say we showing him to us. They struggled. What do we do? Keep people away. Because the the tzibur needs the schus of tefillah b'tzibur and the eis tzara. At the same time, pikuach nefesh can't be looked upon just holistically. From a holistic standpoint, you say, yeah, you know, we need the schus tefillah b'tzibur. We can't shut down. It doesn't work that way. If you have a solo member in a shul and he's the tenth ahid, he's the tenth Jew, and he gets a call that somebody's in cardiac arrest. He doesn't say, well, let me 
there can't be mavatal the minion now. If I leave, there's no minion, and I want to protect the guy who had the heart attack, so let me keep on davening for him. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. You can't directly impact another Jew's life physically because of holistic reasons, even though holistic is his MS. But the Torah Doisha says, Chalel Shabbos, you have to sometimes, Mechalel, that Ruchnius which gives you life because of scientific Pikuach Nefesh. There's no question. And that's why it became clear. It took a week or so till, you know, everybody was trying to figure out what's going on. Purim was just a confusion. I had people coming into my house in Purim. We're just starting to understand that there's something big over here. But people came to my house, like Monas, the Rebetzin didn't want them to come near me or to hug me. At that point, you know, it wasn't so clear. We even had a minion Shabbos, the Shabbos of Kisisa, the Shabbos right after Purim was only the following Shabbos that we closed the shul. And, you know, go try. She said, nobody should hug you. <laughs> Take... You know, a thousand drunk men told them not to hug the Rosh Hashiva. <laughs> told me them. It doesn't, didn't, wasn't very effective. Chaz de Elion, I didn't get, that I know of at least, I didn't get anything. But Chaz de Elion. But there wasn't a choice. Once it became clear, you can't just run a Hefkevelt and say it's Ruchnius. Can't do that. And that's why everybody has to understand that they were Makayim a mitzvah, when they stayed home. And it could be that they as an individual, especially young, healthy person, that their risk factor is, let's say, very low, a fraction of a fraction percent, which they could say, listen, I do, I do all kinds of things. I go on trips, I go on vacations, where there's a point one percent. But you have to think, klau. can't just be yochit. You have to think klau. So everybody that went home and sacrificed themselves did the right thing in Shemayim. And those people that made other cheshboinists, we don't judge them. We don't judge them. Listen, some countries ran completely different policy. Sweden and here. But in our country, this is what the recommendation was. This is the way to deal with it. Not to lock up just the vulnerables, but to to distance everybody to some degree. Now, Bo Hashem, we feel we the Rabbonim, and we've spoken to the authorities, both health authorities, county authorities, law enforcement, and we feel that small minyonim outside, not in a shul, I don't see opening up the shul for the foreseeable future. Preferably on different properties. This one on their property. This couple of people on their property. As long as they could see each other, they're mitzvah to the minion. They could have them with very strict guidelines, which I outlined. Never having ten over ten people on one property coming onto one property. That's that's a legal question mark. That's doesn't with the federal and even on certain county levels, the health. So 10 people even 100 feet apart on one property. You shouldn't have 10 people coming onto one property. What I'm saying is, now that we're giving some allowances, it's a little bit 
allowances. And the Rabbonim have collectively decided. Now again, each Rav is going to give their own little twist, a spin, from their perspective. But you have to bear in mind, you can't think as an individual, I'm going to get my Omen Yeish Rabbo. You have to think of the Klau. And this is both if you're davening with one of these minyanim, and you could avoid even crossing your property line, don't do it. Even though you feel socially gishmak, go on to get his property, do not. If it's unavoidable to have, there's five people here and there's two people here and they need three to Metzarev, so the three people have to come on to the property. I said they should stay 20, 30 feet away. Some Rabbanim were a little more make I feel stay 20, 30 feet away. Baruch Hashem, properties are big enough. There shouldn't be a family, one family next to another family. Even six feet. We shouldn't go by six feet. It should be 20, 30 feet. Stay away from each other. But there's going to be a tremendous time, and not just with Minyonim in general, for people to start. We feel less fear. There's going to be a time to be mishabel. We love each other. There's going to be a taiva to have that physical contact closer. And that's coming from a good place. It's coming from Avo. Really, it's coming from true Avo. Avos Yisrael, I said at the beginning, the reason why the Fumigidim were having so much, such difficulty quarantining with chasanas and this, yeah, you could talk bad. That's not the way to talk about Eden. You have to look at why it came, where it came. came from Ava. So they made a misjudgment, mistakes, bad mistakes. But probably most of the mistakes happened from Ava. And that's the way a Jew's should, outlook should be when he, when he judges another person himself. You could criticize yourself to yourself. But Yenna is a Halakayit. That Jew, he's holy. So I said at the beginning, I said, Kalal Yisrael, this is such a challenge to separate one goof. But we had to do it and we did it. By and large, we did it. There were holes and there were this, but by and large, Kalal Yisrael did it. But now that things are lightening up, parks are opening and this, and there's going to be, you know, after the 15th, a little bit more leeway, and some states are mamish opening up, the beaches and they're this. There's going to be a tremendous... Yetzirah, with a sprinkle of a Yetzirah to say, let's let's connect. We have to remember, we're all a shtikol mamleches koyanim v'goy kodesh. We can't think for ourselves, and we can't even think for ourselves and our neighbor. We have to think about the global, the global picture, and therefore we should maintain to the best of our ability distances, whether it's in the parks, it's in the streets, it's socializing and this. Take walks with the Rebbeinson all the time, we, we take walks. And I see people congregating very close. Sometimes I comment. It's, we have to, and I understand where it's coming from. Avo! But the Avo has to be in the big picture. Can't ignore the big picture. That's the first lesson. Why can the coin head not be metamido? Here's what I want to tell you about Sfirin. Svartem lochem imochas ha-Shabbos. 
The way one grows, the way one goes from madrege to madrege and transforms and changes, the foundation of that is bikush, is searching and yearning. The Rebbe does a lot of it for us as far as the changes, provided that we're mavakshim. Spirituality in general is bidei shamayim. There is so much siyata deshmaya in spirituality. The Gemara says, Habi also came to also be other. I'm talking about the study of learning. The Gemara says, Even after you put all the work, siyata deshmaya. Spirituality, the Rabbanu Shalom generates it for us. We say in the Birch Zatoyr, Amalami Toyr, Lama Yisrael. So, how do you get it? A big portion of it. Of course, you have to put the work in. But it's the Bikush. How much do you want it? How much do you yearn for it? How much do you look for Chesed? I was just giving a shir this week in Tfilah. We try to do daily Shiyugan when possible. In Ilchas Tfilah. I was talking about the bracha pekech I said, pekech also reflects the person's ability to see others. By every mitzvah, many of the mitzvahs, it starts with, you see, kisire, you'll see your friend's aveda, you'll see your friend's animal, you'll see an oni v'chisisoi, you'll see a poor person. What's the kisire? Because you will accomplish chesed based on how much you look for it, how much you mevakesh it. I always used to wonder growing up in the old Muncie. As I said, I grew up in a different Muncie 50 years ago. There was nothing here. The grocery store was like 25 feet wide by maybe 40 feet long. That was the grocery store, Stern's Grocery. That was that was it. And then there was a little Frank's Bakery by the tracks. A little mamish bungalow. That was the main bakery of Muncie. And that was it. And people didn't have cars. Some people had. Some people didn't have two cars. Nobody had. Came out. And I always wondered as a kid, whenever I went with my mother shopping, she always had three people coming over to say, uh, excuse me, they didn't even know who she was. Could you uh, take us to Regency or to... And of course, my mother, as you all know, she's always taking everybody everywhere. As a kid, I wasn't that happy. Sometimes I used to tell my mother, could you drop me off on Alba Drive before you do your taxi service? But I used to wonder as a kid, there's so many people in the store, there's 10 other people in the store, why are they coming over to my mother for? She doesn't have a, she doesn't have a clip on her, a pin that says taxi. And the answer is, she was always looking for chesed. And if you're looking for chesed, if you're mavakesh chesed, you get chesed. Says the pasuk, you want to bring in matan Torah? You want to be zeichet to matan Torah and to grow spiritually? You must seek it. Svalten lochem. You must count. If you're mavakesh, that's how much v'kavte mincho chadoshel Hashem. That's how much Chidush HaTorah, Chidush HaMitzvah, that you'll be zeichet to, is based directly in your Bikush. The Koyan's job is to be Melamed Sangur Al Yisrael. 
to always appeal to HaKadosh Bochu about how holy and good the Jewish people are. And even when he brings a kol mechatos for somebody who was mechal Shabbos, mistakenly. Certain kol even come from Ezid, most come from Shogik. He's appealing to the Rabbani Shalom. And therefore the Koyen has to embody somebody who's always mevakish to toiv and klal Yisrael. And that's not just the two, three weeks that he's working in the base Hamidosh. That's year-round. Year-round, he has to be a mevakish, sangul yal Yisrael, looking at the good of klal Yisrael. Searching for it. People that look for good, they see good. I see that all the time. And the critics... Unbelievable. The grass, the mitzvah, they could see. You see what you really are yearning to see. Not just want, yearning. Tumah. Tumah mace comes about when the neshama, which is the spiritual part of the body, leaves. The goof. And the goof is left in a vacuum. And the Svarim Akhtoyishim explained that's the whole concept of Tumah. The body, which normally is the, is the is the levush, is the container of the neshama, is stripped from its main purpose. That's when tumah comes. They explain why. That's why tumah smes is the highest level tumah. And akubeinim makabelim tumah. Persons if they have a dezogan makabel tumah, not matame. For that reason. And Odom is the only thing that's alive, that's Makabal Tumim. Balchai can't be Makabal Tumim Mechayim. Right? It's only with his Kedusha that Tumim can prevail. And when there's a dent in that, so therefore when the Neshama leaves the goof, that's when everything falls apart. And it brings back the Chet of Adam Arishan. And So the Tumim's Mace is not just a physical Tumim. It's a Tumim that's created by a certain vacuum of spirituality. And when you come into contact with that, you also become Tommy. So in a sense, the experience of a Jew with a maze is, is contacting the Jew without his connection to the Kedusha. The Koyan's job is always to tell the Rabbanishim that even if the goof did a chet, the Nisham is pure. The, nisham, the job of the Koyan is always to refocus to the Nisham. There's a beautiful Ginas Vchodim and there's a Noyam Magodim. They both say a similar idea. Noyam Magodim puts it into the words of the Apostle. The Apostle says that even if you will be so distant from Shemayim, Hashem will gather you from there and bring you back. So really what it should say grammatically, This is what he asked. If you are so far from Shemayim, not in Shemayim, Hashem will still gather you to Him. Listen to His powerful message. He says, No matter how far the Jew is, his pintal yid is always in Shemayim. His pintal yid is always godly. There's still a bigtzei HaShemayim. There's a piece of you that's mamish b'shemayim. Misham, 
From that pintal yid, Hashem will gather you, and he'll bring you back to him, bring you close to him. Think about this name of God all the time. Every Jew is holy. Even if they do things we very much disagree with. The coin's job is to always look at the chalik and the of the person and to dismiss the errors of the goof. And therefore, he should never come into contact with the goof without the neshama. He has to be in a constant state of bikush toivas Yisrael. And that enlightens the beginning of the Pausha. And that's the chinuch you already give the child. Our job as the Shevet Kuhuna is to, number one, be globalists, even though Trump doesn't like it. We have to think globally, and we have to see and be mevakish. Toivas Yisrael, never come into contact with a Tomei Guf. Rabbi Sai, you should all be gebenched. Stay well. Please heed my advice not to unite as much as you want physically. Rather, unite with love, with hargosha, with filah, with chesed, and we'll all be zoichem et Hashem to besuris teves, Yeshua's v'nechomes b'mheva, amen.